Welcome to Mountain Grace, weekly podcast from me, the Reverend John White. A reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. Jesus and his disciples came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. So we have today the story of blind Bartimaeus. And this is a, in the story that Mark tells us about Jesus, the story of Bartimaeus happens in Jericho. And this is important because in the Gospel of Mark, this, this healing of Bartimaeus' blindness is Jesus' very last miracle. This is the last act of healing that Jesus does, the last sign of God's coming power in the world that Jesus offers to those who would see. Because Jesus is in Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. And if we read the Gospel of Mark, we know that as soon as he heals Bartimaeus and leaves Jericho, he will go to Jerusalem where he will be acclaimed by the crowds in the day that we celebrate on Palm Sunday. So this healing of Bartimaeus comes at an important time in Jesus' ministry. And I think it's really interesting to contrast this healing of Bartimaeus with the healing of the blind man earlier in Mark's Gospel. A couple chapters earlier, if we want to think of it that way. Because in the first time that Jesus heals a blind person in the Gospel of Mark, it doesn't go exactly like this one in Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus comes to Jesus and says, make me see again. And Jesus says, your faith has made you well. And immediately he could see. But the first time he healed a blind man, it didn't work like that at all. We remember perhaps that, that first Jesus like took some mud and rubbed it in his eyes and said a prayer and he said, okay, are you healed? And the blind man said, no, I, I can see a little bit, but it's kind of just fuzzy shapes. And so Jesus like spits on his fingers and rubs his eyes again and says another prayer. And how about now? And now, now the blind man says, yeah, yeah, I can see now. And so I think it's really interesting that we contrast these two healings because Mark is trying to tell us something in the way he presents this story, something important about Jesus. Because I think there are two things happening here in the story. 
And the first is, is that as Jesus goes through the Gospels, as he enters into his earthly ministry after his baptism, and he's tempted in the desert, and he goes around to the synagogues teaching and preaching and healing, and he calls disciples, and people start to follow him, and they go around the countryside in anticipation of Jesus' arrival, Jesus is beginning to discover who he is. And I think we all go through this. And Jesus is a human, just like us. That's one of the most important things that we hold in our Christian faith, that Jesus is fully human. He is a person just like us, born of a woman just like we are, who grew up and does all the things we do and feels the things that we feel and experiences the things that we experience. And so Jesus, just like us, has to kind of grow into the person he was created to be. Now, Jesus, of course, is created to be the incarnate Son of God because the other important thing we, we, we hold about Jesus is that he is fully divine. He is God incarnate. But as hard as it is for us to figure out who we are, I think Jesus had the same struggle, that Jesus had to mature into his full understanding of what God has asked of him. So that's an important thing that Mark is telling us. And, and I think that we can see in these two healings that, that Jesus is growing and blossoming into his fully divine self. That he goes from rubbing dirt in someone's eyes to heal them to pronouncing it with authority. Your faith has made you well. But the other thing that Mark is trying to tell us in this story is that, that the faith in Jesus is growing. Because one of the things that Mark is really important, that Mark it really wants to tell us, is that it's faith that in some strange way affects God's power in the world. And I think that's really remarkable, that the creator of the universe chooses to work in this world through us and primarily through our willingness to trust God, through our faith. And what this story of blind Bartimaeus tells us and the progression that we get in the Gospel of Mark just as we enter into the passion is that the power of God to do amazing things in this world rests on our shoulders. We are called to be the body of Christ. And we see that in this, this progression of miracles and movements throughout Galilee and Judea, culminating in his arrival in Jerusalem, this growing awareness and ability of the disciples. That he gathers them together and he's brought them to Jerusalem right after this story to witness his death and his resurrection, but then to leave. That Jesus' life is a, is a, a sort of a, an apprenticeship in faith, in, in building. It's in a builder's apprentice, building the kingdom of God. And so the disciples have been following Jesus so they can learn from his example how to build the kingdom of God, how to have faith in the face of adversity, how to trust in God when everything about us says that we would be foolish to do so. Surely on Good Friday as Jesus dies on the cross, the disciples had thought everything they had done had been a waste of time. And yet on Sunday of the resurrection, their eyes are open to the possibility of God's power. The reality of the kingdom of God that Jesus had promised was near. And it is as near to us today as it was to them. 
But the way that God has set it up in God's eternal wisdom is that God's not going to just wave God's hands and make everything better. That we have been created with the ability to do amazing and good things. But we have also tapped into a propensity to do very dark and very evil things. So Jesus invites us to walk this path of, of light, of righteousness, of doing good, of, of building the kingdom of God, of inviting us to live in the kingdom of God right now. Not waiting for our death, but right now to live as though this is the kingdom of God and to act accordingly. Unafraid of what the world might bring us because we have already been promised eternal life with God through Christ's sacrifice. That we can be bold, even reckless in our love. That we can be generous beyond all measure if we are only bold enough like Bartimaeus to demand God's attention. To have unassailable faith, to throw off our cloaks and spring up to follow Jesus. That's what we're invited into. And when we do in the way that, that Bartimaeus, his eyes are opened and he can see and he immediately follows Jesus on the way, we too can see Jesus. We can see the reality of God's power in the world and we can follow him wherever he leads us. And that we don't give power to evil and darkness, but that we remain people of light. Bold in our proclamation, unafraid of what the world brings us. In a world that has lots of reasons to be afraid, Jesus invites us to be courageous, to have faith. Amen.